Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, look at this! Fantastic finishes! Oh my goodness! Andre Iguodala took his money. Oh, my goodness. Everything LeBron James has done, he's going to get absolutely destroyed now. Oh, LeBron, keep zero dark 23. Keep zero dark 23. Game three of the NBA Finals. Barring disaster, it'll be the Warriors with a 3-0 lead as they are shooting free throws now. Up one sec one sixteen to one thirteen. Curry makes the first one. That's lights out. A four point lead with ten seconds left to go. And the Warriors 
look like they're going to go up three zip. And Mike Harmon, I want to say this right away yeah. before you get into LeBron. I picked the Warriors in a sweep. No, I, you know, you know, I said that, buddy, right? Chaos you know, and shooting right? down the stretch, some bad shot selection, and Andre Iguodala took LeBron James' money, and then he tried to do the follow-through like he was fouled. Referee having none of it. Swallows his whistle. We're going the other way as it's out of bounds off LeBron James, and they finish the job. 1.5 seconds remaining. It's a formality. Three. Oh, we'll see how quickly LeBron rushes to mm. the podium today. It is a final in Cleveland, 118-113. The Cavaliers are down three games to none. And here's the final minute, and this is what it comes down to for LeBron James. 39 points tonight, nine assists, averaging a triple-double for the finals. He was fantastic. But LeBron James is going to come down to two plays that happened in the final minute of this game that helped vault Golden State to a five-point victory. They're up 113-111 with a minute left to go. LeBron's got the ball. Kyrie Irving's been red hot. It's Irving or LeBron, right? It's Irving or LeBron. There's 50 seconds left to go. And LeBron gives it up to Kyle Korver for a three that doesn't go. Now, at this point, they're still up by two. LeBron does not take the shot, nor does he try to get it to Kyrie Irving. Warriors get the ball back. Kevin Durant says, well, if you guys can't make a three, this is what I'm going to do. Here's a dagger in your heart, Nosferatu. Pass the corner, Corver. Corver for three. He missed it. Durant's got the rebound. 50 seconds to go for the Warriors. They're down by two. Durant up the left side. Calls his own number down, and he hit a three. Durant hit a three. The Warriors lead by one. 114-113 with 42 seconds to go. There it is. Warriors Radio Network. That gave the Warriors the lead. And suddenly it was a shocked quick and loans arena that it was this is our best game we're getting back into it we're playing phenomenal and suddenly they were down they got down three after Kyrie Irving missed a three which is a bad shot but at least it's Kyrie Irving so at least you got the one of the right guys shooting that shot Durant makes two free throws for a 116-113 lead so now there's 10 seconds left to go and the Cavaliers have the ball this is going to be LeBron James for either a three or, or Kyrie Irving for either a three or a quick basket foul. Hopefully only do two down the other end. LeBron gets it outside the three-point line, and I don't know if he just spaced out, if he just thought they're going to allow me to shoot this, but LeBron kind of very lackadaisical with the ball, and Andre Iguodala just gets right in, ties it up. The ball goes out of bounds off of LeBron James. The Warriors get it. They inbound it. Curry gets fouled. He hits his free throws. 118-113. The Warriors beat the Cavaliers. And everything LeBron, once again, it's like LeBron keeps reliving the, 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 the same history over and over and over again. All the great he does. And what happens is all it's going to come down to is passing the ball to Kyle Korver and getting it knocked out of your hands by Iguodala when you have a chance to tie the game. That's what that's all for LeBron. And he's going to the next 36 hours is going to be just brutal because that's what's going to happen to LeBron James. Nah, he still had 39, 11, and 9. He's still averaging a triple double, Jason. We watched it in the Geico <laughs> Studios. 
<laughs> That's all in con- No, unless it isn't. Nice try with the Vegas misdirection earlier, Mr. James. <laughs> Not going to work. It's going to be ugly heading into game four. All the heroics early in this one. Teammates got involved, and, and that's it. But game on the line, and I know people are going to say, well, Jordan would dish. Jordan's not 6'9", built like a brick house, who's getting every call down the stretch whenever there's contact, and you got guys standing, posted up. Here, Kyle Corver had been invisible for two-plus games. He hits a couple of shots, and now in the final minute, you're dishing off. Nope. You go to the rack. You try to get the and one, or at least get to the line, and instead, it all falls apart from there as Cleveland drops this one. Amazing. It looked finally like, well, we're gonna get we're gonna get a series. Life is gonna come back in because it was a game where Kyrie Irving played exactly how we expected Kyrie Irving to play, as we saw at the end of the first half of game four, second half of game four against the Celtics. When LeBron James stepped back and said, okay, somebody else is gonna have to do this because that's how we're gonna beat the Warriors. And that's how Kyrie Irving played tonight in the second half. He got to the rim. He finished. He was fantastic. But in the end, it always comes down to LeBron. Fair or not, it comes down to LeBron, and he's got to shoulder this because two big – look, of the two plays, of the two plays, to be quite honest, I'm more upset about turning the ball over to Iguodala. Oh, because sure. Because if you want to split he, he wanted that Steph Curry or yeah. James Harden. I'm getting three free throws yeah. over here. Whatever it is, at least the pass – they're up two. You know, it's not like we. You know, it's tied. We need a hoop, and I'm I'm passing up the shot. At least, all right. Well, you're up two at this point. Kyle Korver's open. He's been having a pretty decent game. I'm going to do this. But I, I, like I said, I don't know if he had a brain cramp or not. It's like he, he looked. At, he, he was looking past Iguodala. Iguodala just got right in and and grabbed the ball from him. And and it, it, like I, I he didn't expect Iguodala to get there. And to me, that's the bigger play. That's the what happened? To you? Do you have a brain? Do you have a brain fart? Because that's that it was like, hey, if you're right here, I'm just boom, and the ball goes out off LeBron. We're not going to sit there and let you shoot a three. What do you think? I'm crazy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio. Oh my goodness. Oh my Mike Harmon. I need a. I need a. I need a. I don't know. I need a fan. I need something. I picked the Warriors in a sweep, and it's three. Oh, I need. I need something, Mike Carmen. Cool me off. Why? Cool you down? Cool you were, me off, Mike Carmen. Because you were sweating. Cool me off. You were sweating like a sinner in church on a Sunday morning. Oh, I was because sweating Because of like- the way that game was coming down. And then you saw, once again, the ill-fated, erroneous, terrible decision to make a pass to Kyle Korver. Comes back to bite the Cavaliers in their posterior. You didn't need to say like a sinner. and You could just say you're sweating like you Sat down in the car before the car got turned on. You turned the air conditioner on. Like you ate too much barbecue. You got the meat sweats. What do you want me to say? Oh, I'm hot, Mike. I'm hot right now. Oh, you know, I, I said, I, I did say the Warriors would sweep the Cavaliers. I did say that. I mean, I, I did make that prediction. Well, I put it, I, I left it off of the initial eight steps of our hot take hopscotch game. Mm-hmm. That you can find at Swollen Dome on Twitter. The kids are out for summer vacation. Make sure they stay nice and active and learn the fine arts of embracing debate. So every day we'll put out a new hopscotch board based on the big topics of the day. So you can get them out there. Print them off. Print them off and make it a nice, fun game. Participate a little bit and then have them go back and forth as if they're in the middle of debate class. Because they're going to have a couple of nice hot takes coming off of this game. Warriors. Warriors. 
Take game three over the Cavaliers, 118-113, and here's how the end sounded. And the Warriors now inbound, and this game is over. And the longest postseason winning streak in American sports history belongs to the Warriors. And more importantly, they lead the Cleveland Cavaliers 118 to 113. The perfect postseason continues. The Warriors are 15 and 0, and will try to close out the series here in Cleveland on Friday night. Warriors Radio Network on the call now. Before we get to LeBron James, which is going to be the big as it, as it always is, no matter what happens. I said three reasons for the Warriors' sweep of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Endorsements. Giselle wanted him to. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, oh. And, and, and keeping Garoppolo. Yeah. The three Tom reasons Brady's I never gave. never been hotter. As the Warriors, laser-focused on this series, came into this with an identity, with their plan, with everything. We're ready. We're loaded. We've been planning for this for a year. Well, and The Cavaliers still trying to find their identity in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, and that was the big talk in all of the pregame from the conversations in the locker and the conversation with the coaches was they took the loss personally last year, and they've carried it with them. And for Steph Curry, a big idea of he needed redemption. Now, adding these top two, top three, again, hot take, hopscotch, but could be the best player in the world. I don't know what you want to do with Kevin Durant after that big shot uh, in LeBron Mm. James' face. But in his face... That the fact that you now have the them <laughs> looking at it as, for personal reasons, just beyond the hey, we want to win, but there's there's taking that extra edge to them to the court in Cleveland tonight. The focus was one. Number two, Cavaliers defense in shambles. Haven't really played defense great all season long. Did it in spurts against the Celtics. The Warriors, right now, this team is a different animal. And you saw in the first two games with LeBron running from player to player. I mean, like it's like it was LeBron, like a varsity guy playing with a bunch of JV guys. And all right, I'll just run and do everything. I'll just run and do everything. Okay. And the third reason was as good as the Cavaliers are, as good as they are at hitting threes, they're not going to be able to hit threes to keep up with the Warriors. Certainly that was evident in game two. A 30-point difference in three-pointers between the Warriors and the Cavaliers. But here's tonight's difference. Cleveland, from behind the arc, 12 for 44. 44 threes tonight. They made 12. Uh, uh, Cavaliers, Mm -hmm. they made 12 for 44. The Warriors tonight, including Kevin Durant's big one, 16 out of 33 from three-point range. Durant was four for seven. Curry was five for nine. Klay Thompson was six for 11. Draymond Green should never shoot a three again. I think he airballed two and bricked one off the top of the backboard. So your days of shooting threes are done. But it's only four more threes on the board. It's still a 12-point differential. But you're talking about shooting 48% from three-point range and shooting 27% for the Cavaliers. They just don't have those. This was their well, best Kevin game Love of the postseason. Kevin Love and Kyrie were one of 14 yeah. combined from three-point range. This was their best game of the postseason, and they shot horribly from three-point range, and they lost. And they didn't score in the final 309. After a J.R. Smith three-point shot, they were 0 for 7. 0 for 7 down the stretch, which included a couple of offensive ter- uh, rebounds as well. 
What do you got, Golden Headphones? All those stats are awesome, but they're irrelevant, Jason. Absolutely irrelevant. It doesn't Not matter. One stat from this game or the first two games, they don't mean squat right now because J.R. Smith just tweeted out Cavs in seven. <laughs> well, we got him right where we want him. Did he really? Well, I will say this about J.R. Smith. He understands the math. Look at the look at the size of the number of retweets. Just like that, though, tweeted out two minutes ago. Already retweeted sixty two hundred times. <laughs> sixty two hundred two minutes. Seven seventy three hundred. I feel like I'm doing a home shopping network now. I'll keep refreshing <laughs> it. Keep dialing it in. Dial it in. And how about a fresca on Twitter with your thoughts? What is he nuts? Well, look. I'll, I'll, no, I'm going to defend J.R. Like, Smith on I this. I like confidence. No, no, no. This is like coming into a team. This is what it is. It's no, no, like no. coming in for a workout I'm, and saying, you need a leader, <laughs> and I'm that guy. No, no. I, no. How do you like that, no, tough no, no. guy? I'm hey, I came right back in your face. was in my face. In your Lonzo face. Lonzo Ball was saying, I'm going to be a leader because the guy you had there sucked. This is J.R. Smith saying, number one, that he still believes in his team, which he should say it. He shouldn't say, I mean, if he tweeted out Warriors in four, I would be really upset. That would be fantastic. I, I would quote tweet him and say, Thanks for bringing me back, LeBron. Hey, dude, yeah. You, Warriors in four. You and me are both right. Warriors in four. And secondly, <laughs> it has to be the Cavs in seven. It's the only math that works. He can't say, I'd be upset if he wrote Cavs in six. I'd, I'd, I'd be a little upset if he said that. If he didn't do the math. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad he knows the math. I, I'm going to defend J.R. Smith for those two things. Now, the other thing, remember, we got a hat trick for LeBron, right? There's three things going on. Yeah. Number one, kicking it out with 52 seconds left to Kyle Korver, right? Misses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, gets his money taken by Andre Iguodala on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Does the flailing, looking for a three-point, <laughs> three, three free throws. Not going to happen. The third, though, was in his face, the three-point <laughs> shot by Kevin Durant that put the Warriors ahead. In his face. It's already got and then he was mean mugging all the way coming back down. J.R. Smith's already got 16,000 like retweets on that. Wow, they, we can't keep him and in it was, stock. And it wasn't even five minutes ago that he tweeted it. 904. Not the even five minutes ago. 12,000 likes. Lay off the Henny. Y'all finished is the first response. Can you imagine Hennessy, if he, one of these sponsors? If he tweeted this out and a Kardashian butt, <laughs> Twitter would explode. How about that? You know who the most unhappy person in the world is right now besides anybody on the Cavaliers and Cavaliers fans? Who's that? Harrison Barnes. <laughs> hey, Harrison. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, but we got Kevin now. Okay, so thanks a lot. I appreciate that. We we got Kevin. All right, so that's okay. Now, to be fair, uh, when it's all said and done, you look at old Harrison Barnes, I'm not feeling too bad for him because he got a – what ninety four point four million dollar deal from the from the the Mavericks? <laughs> nobody's nobody's crying for Harrison Barnes. He's doing just fine. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca? The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harbin, live from the Geico Studios. Chris Broussard going to join us in twenty minutes from Cleveland. Uh, we'll have more on LeBron James in a second. But Justin Frostberg. Has another tweet. This is not a Tim Tebow tweet, right? This is not. You can't no, tell me. unfortunately, this not. This is not a Tebow. I'm very, very excited. I think about he was it. on a bus uh, sleeping with Phil Jackson somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why not? Okay. I thought why? you were going to say you don't think Tim Tebow sleeps on a bus? Maybe. No. Come on. He He's has... in the minors. That, that's what they do. They take the bus. Everywhere. Tim Tebow has angels pick him up by his shoulders and carry him 
from one city to city. He goes from Lynchburg to Newport News that way. That's what he does. He just goes on, on Angels. So I don't think any of the players are going to the podium tonight because Kevin Durant just went to Twitter and said, can the Cavs come back? Question mark. Kevin Durant just put that on Twitter? Yeah, Kevin Durant. No way. I'm kidding. No I'm way. kidding. Uh- <laughs> You know, you gave me a true tweet. The J.R. Smith thing is good. You kind of fooled Why you me rope a dope It's like playing the yeah. Magic Johnson Twitter game. Got you good. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was good. believable, though, right? That was. Well, when you well when you first said J.R. Smith tweeted Cavs and seven, my first thought was, ah, that's funny. That No, but then I saw the look true on your story. face like, no, wait a minute. No, he actually did it. He, he actually did tweet that out. By the way, Steph Curry had 13 rebounds tonight. Just throwing that out there because – Pictures of Tristan Thompson walking with Khloe Kardashian are now making the rounds. As Thompson, once again, 23 minutes, 0 for 1 from the field. He had three mm, rebounds. The Khloe. And, and he almost took out LeBron yes. James. Well, actually, he gave him a good opportunity to show his master thespian skills mm. as he went down like he ran into a brick wall. The Khloe curse with a K continues. Like, that should be the next offshoot of a, a Kardashian show. The Khloe curse show. And it shows what happens to all her ex-boyfriends. So do we say they, they go down swinging? Is it forward K or is it a backward oh, K? Oh, Tristan Thompson, he's, he's well, zero he's points in every around, game. Yeah, he's standing around looking. How many points does Tristan Thompson have in the NBA Finals? Five? Not does he two, even have five? Not three. Well, he got it scored by JaVale McGee. Remember that? Uh, you know right, how good right. JaVale McGee can be, though. He was awful today. I mean, does he even have he five points in the yeah, NBA no, Finals? Yeah, no, he had eight. Oh, so he he's eight. gone zero eight zero, so he's which means eight he's, points. he's due for another eight point <laughs> breakout performance in game four. I mean, you guys saw how we strolled into the game. You saw what he was wearing, right? Oh yeah, he was he was dolled up. He was ready for a rodeo. He was. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? That's Twitter <laughs> at how about a fresca? So can I tweet out the Mets in one hundred and sixty two? Would that would that make sense if I if I say that Jets in sixteen? No. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to run the table of losses, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's going up right now. There it is. J.R. Smith, Cavs and seven. Let's see. He tweeted that out at 9.04. Already. Are you ready for this? In the last nine minutes. 36,000 retweets in nine minutes. 36,000. For J.R. Smith, the world is watching, everybody. The world is watching. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Today was also not just Game 3 of the NBA Finals Day. It was Lonzo Ball Workout Day in Los Angeles. Ball's only scheduled workout, which was for the Los Angeles Lakers, may not work out for anybody else, went pretty well, was attended like it was a USC pro day. Oh, no, it was the Kobe Bryant retirement. Yeah. It was like he came back out to retire again. That's how many people showed up. And by all accounts, it went well. Most of the time was being spent on Lonzo Ball's shooting style because the Lakers, a little concerned his unorthodox style might not translate to the NBA, and maybe maybe that might be something they're concerned about. But outside of that, it went well, and the reason you haven't heard a lot about it is because LeVar Ball was not in attendance. He was not there. It was just Lonzo. Lonzo answered some questions after the workout, and one thing he said was, I want to be a Laker because, boy, does this team need a leader. They have a lot of good players. I just think they need a, a leader, a point guard, and I feel like I can bring that to the team. What type of leadership qualities do you think you have? 
uh, just bring in a winning attitude. And, you know, everybody can band together and get this done together. They need a leader and a point guard. I'm pretty sure they had a point guard the last couple of years who, importantly, the Lakers are very high on. Look, I'm not the biggest D'Angelo Russell fan in the world. You, you know this about Neither's me. Nick Young. But neither, <laughs> no, neither is Iggy Azalea. But Iggy is. For Lonzo Ball to say this team needs a leader, that's number one thing that's going to rub all the Lakers the wrong way. Here's a kid that a year ago was playing 50 miles away at Chino Hills. And now here he is saying this team needs a leader and a point guard. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was the point guard last year. Again, I'm not a big D'Angelo Russell. I'm just talking about how these words are going to be interpreted by the Lakers. And I can't think they're going to like them. I, they can say on the, oh, yeah, it's great. He's outspoken. He's no, you just basically have said now your point guard was not good enough, who you're going to play next to. And now is the first instance you're going to find where someone – in the Ball family has said something, and now reporters will rush to somebody else on the Lakers to get their reaction. Because tomorrow, I'm, I can't wait for the D'Angelo Russell reaction to that. Because you know that's coming. And if you draft Lonzo Ball, that's what you're going to get. Well, if it, D'Angelo Russell needs to look in the mirror and say, okay, challenge accepted. And battle. Or accept the fact that it hasn't gone so well with you at running the point. So go adapt to being the number two. Go work on your jump shot, and that's going to be your role unless you get dealt on draft day, which is always a very distinct possibility given all the givens. I get that. Either way, if I'm on that Lakers team, if I'm in that locker room, I'm in one of those offices, I heard exactly what I wanted to today. Whether you believe the talking points or not, and he stayed on point and he did a good job in that regard, you got a guy that's outwardly saying, I'm in, let's go. I get that in theory. And I understand about D'Angelo Russell because he does have his, his detractors. He has his problems. He has his issues. But for to say that when we know the background and we know what your family likes to say, how much they like to say and, and push buttons, I, I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled that way. I'm thrilled. I, I want to hear, hey, I'd be a great part. I'd come into this team. Whatever they want me to do, I'll be great. And but now they need a leader and they need a point guard. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because D'Angelo Russell, if they don't get you, guess who's the point guard? A guy that was the future of the franchise just two years ago. And certainly it's shown that he may be able to be a star player, but he has his issues. Just the fact that he would say that is what doesn't. I'm not saying what he's not saying is the truth because they need a star. They need somebody to say, okay, here's the team now. We have a lot of nice little pieces, but is Brandon Ingram going to be a star? No, he's not. Is Julius Randle going to be a star? He's not. They have some nice little pieces with some upside. But Lonzo Ball would be the guy that would be, hey, now it's the Lakers and Lonzo Ball. So I get that part of it. But to go out and say it and be there and now ruffle feathers right away, that's my point that, ah, this is what worries me. As I don't I've care said, what job you're going in for, Jason. If, I got, if I'm talking and trying to talk myself up into getting a job, I'm not saying I'm the fifth best whatever. You don't have to Accountant, say you're the fifth best. Accountant, widget, salesman, whatever else. You just don't I'm have to say you. that, oh, yeah, no. you, need, you need a guy here because your guy last year, boy, he was he stunk. Oh, by, and you're going to play next to him if that happens. That's fine. Again, grow up. You got a guy that's coming into the league. You haven't shown that you're the star. You've had a couple of games that got people to go ooh and ah, but the balance of D'Angelo Russell's resume at this point is a disappointment, as evidenced by the fact that they're drafting second overall once again. Ergo, I got a guy that says, I want to come in and I want to be the leader, and that's what you need to push forward. 
I, I don't see that as a negative. I think D'Angelo Russell might have to get an ego check. Beyond that, the guys in that locker room should be excited because one thing Lonzo Ball does is he distributes the basketball. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. I'm still nervous. I know. I'm you're you're afraid. And today's the day. Today's the day where you where you saw, oh, well, here's day one. He's not even a Laker yet. And no. now suddenly, D'Angelo, what do you think about this? The bigger question that should have been asked by the first media member is, why aren't you wearing your own shoes? Why aren't you wearing your own shoes? That's the question that should have been asked. Why are you wearing a James Harden endorsed product? They're not produced yet. Those shoes are never going to happen. They needed one pair. They needed a guy to go in a chop shop for shoes and go and Frankenstein a shoe that looked anything remotely like a prototype for that thing that's supposed to come out in November. That's all you You had one job. One job. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. So we head right to the hotline. And welcome in NBA Insider, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, Chris Broussard. Chris, before the game, help me out with something here. The game ends. J.R. Smith tweets out Cavs in seven. Gets about 40,000 retweets in about eight minutes, and then it gets deleted from his account. Did he delete it, or did his phone meet the bottom of LeBron's shoe? Like, which do you think it was? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, whether it was LeBron or whether it was the Cavs, you know, management or or whatever, but um, obviously somebody didn't like it. I don't think – look, it's not going to happen, obviously, but I don't think – if I'm the Cavs, I'm not upset that he tweets that. I'm looking at it like that's the attitude we have to have. I mean, whether it happens or not, that's the attitude we have to have, you know, because obviously in this situation there's a very good chance that the Cavaliers get blown out in game four. It's just human nature to not be up or as up as you need to be for that game. I think they'll play them tough in the first half, and then I think gradually over the second half, it may get out of control. And I think the Cavs will wear it out mentally and the Warriors will win going away. But, look, I like, I, I like J.R. Smith's attitude if he's saying, look, let's keep the faith and think we can beat them four straight. Final minute of the game is going to be a lot of attention spent. Obviously, Kevin Durant's clutch three, but two plays LeBron made, passing to Kyle Korver for a three with 52 seconds left. But – to me, Chris, it comes down to they're down three with 10 seconds left, and LeBron gets the ball on the wing, and I don't know that he lost focus. He Something happened. Andre Iguodala goes in and just knocks the ball out of his hand. It goes out of bounds off of LeBron James, and the game is over at that point. To me, that was the more inexcusable thing because I don't know what LeBron – does LeBron really think that Iguodala's going to let me take a three right here and not get in my face and, and try to get the ball from me? I was stunned well, at that. I- I was wondering, because where, where, where I was seated, seated, I was right behind where that play took place. So I couldn't see what happened, you know, in, like what happened between LeBron and Iguodala. But it looked to me from my angle like LeBron probably got fouled. I haven't seen the replay. Did he not? Was it not even close to a foul? There's always he was going, What he was doing is going for the three. Sure. To try yeah. to, you know, tie the game. 
And I think, you know, so did you see the replay? Was it definitely not a foul? He was he was bringing the ball up, and Iguodala looked like he got he got the ball. I can't yeah, really tell if he yeah, got Yeah, the angles we've seen, it looks like he comes straight down Yeah, it looks like it's, it's just the ball. Like, he comes so down. Okay. Yeah, and LeBron, like. Because I, I was shocked. I was shocked that in your own house, a superstar of LeBron's magnitude doesn't get that call. I really was. Um, but, you know, again, I didn't see the replay. And from the angle I was at, I couldn't tell if he got fouled. But I just thought he did. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think you take it too fast. But, look, LeBron's hit a lot of shots like that where he just doesn't think about it and puts it up. Um, I thought the pass to Corver. look, I mean, remember moments earlier, he had hit JR. He had penetrated the lane kicked out a nice feed to JR for a three, and JR hits it. So with Corver, it's a good look. It's one of those shots that if it goes in, you say, wow, great feed from LeBron. But when it doesn't, you say, wow, why didn't he take the shot? So it is a tough – I mean, I thought he, you know, look, Corver's one of the best shooters in league history. You gotta, he's got to be able to knock down a shot like that. Yeah, we also did see at the end of that, once you get to see the replay, uh, Chris – uh, he did his best. Draymond Green did LeBron James kicking Iguodala in the junk uh, for added measure after he realized he didn't get the call. No, it's uh, absolutely true. You can see it uh, playing his day, the, the follow-through, looking for any kind of contact to draw the, the foul shot. But we have seen in the fourth quarters of games, all three games, where we've seen LeBron James dominated. And I, I for one, I, I kind of bristled when I heard the, well, I'm averaging a triple-double talk in his comments earlier. I, I thought that's the wrong tact. Well, I, I, I see it differently. I thought LeBron was phenomenal tonight. I mean, he carried him in the first half. Obviously, Kyrie got going in the third quarter and second quarter and third quarter. Um, and then, you know, they had the lead. LeBron made, like I said, the pass to Corver. It's one of the best shooters in NBA history. He misses the shot. You know, he, he nearly gets a triple-double tonight, obviously. Um, you, you want some bigger plays down the stretch. I mean, we mentioned the one where Iguodala slaps it away. I thought he let Durant step into that three, yep. that critical three. So, certainly he wasn't without fault. But I, I thought he actually played a really good game tonight. You know, this series, Chris, is, as it's breaking down, as we see it, up until tonight, uh, you could say – as as because LeBron's had a great series, and up until Kyrie Irving kind of had a game four second half of the Eastern Conference Finals second half, he had gotten nothing from really anybody else on his team. You know, yeah. up, up until the second half of tonight when Kyrie really started heating up. Yeah, and um, I mean, you saw tonight they get the yeoman's effort from Kyrie as well as LeBron, and then Love didn't give him a lot, 9 and 13, I believe. But JR steps up with 16 to kind of make up for love. So he just, look, 39, 9, and 8, is that what LeBron finished with? Yeah. I mean, he he played well. Like I said, down the stretch, he didn't – they they didn't make some plays. I mean, as a team, they don't foul Draymond. You know, with 24 seconds left, they wait about 12 seconds before mm-hmm. fouling. And Draymond has the ball. That's the guy you want to foul. Then KD gets it, and they foul him. So, you know, don't boneheaded plays like that. 
the Cavs have no margin for error in this series. And you saw it tonight. I mean, they played well. They played with heart. I thought their defense was much improved. But because they made some bad decisions and plays down the stretch, they couldn't, they couldn't close it out. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. You can follow Chris Broussard on Twitter, at Chris underscore Broussard. That's at Chris underscore Broussard. Chris, as always, buddy, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of the night. All right, my man. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.